Inclusion Films is a company started in 2007 by filmmaker Joey Travolta that aims to teach the art of filmmaking to people with developmental disabilities. There are seven locations in California, as well as traveling camps for youth with special needs. Today's guest, Dale Oprendy, is the executive director at Inclusion Films Workshop. He started his career as a magician and escape artist, and he joined the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute to learn acting. He now works directly with the students with special needs to teach them the film industry. He teaches acting, film theory, and stunt fighting. And we have a pretty awesome conversation. The audio was a bit of a struggle. I was hesitant about releasing this episode, but I, I really want to get the word out there about what they're doing. I, I don't see anybody else doing anything like this. and. I just feel it's important to spread the word about what people with disabilities can do. In the show notes, there's a link to a show, a full-length movie called Carol of the Bells. And some of the, some of the actors and actresses in there had, had roles in Dynasty and Breaking Bad. I mean, these are big names that are working with individuals with disabilities. And it, it's just amazing what, what they can do. You know, at least 75% of the graduates are hired by companies around the country. And then they do everything from building the sets, the acting, the directing, the artwork, etc. They find their niche and they, they move into it. And before we, it might have been recording, might have been before we hit record, I don't remember which, but Dale shared that there's gonna be 12 students that are, that are gonna be joining John Travolta in an upcoming movie. I mean, big, big names and student, some 12 of his students are gonna join. There is a, a fee associated as you can imagine, but the regional center in California will pay some of that. And if you if you move to California and you're a resident of California, you can get support from the regional center without qualifying for a Medicaid waiver. So it's a little more accessible. This is a really great interview. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Bear with the audio quality. I'm gonna see what I can do and what my sound engineer can do. But thanks for listening. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Eric Jorgensen. I am the host of the ABC's Disability Planning Podcast and the founder of True North Disability Planning. I started this podcast to introduce you to organizations and individuals around the country that are doing things to improve the lives of people with disabilities and increase their likelihood of independence in pursuing the lives that they want to live. Let's dive in. Welcome everyone. Today I have with me Dale Apprendi. He's the executive director of Inclusion Films and we're here to talk about how individuals with disabilities can get started with acting careers. He had shared with me a full-length film that they did, Carol of the Bells, that you can go out and find. I'll, I'll include a link to where I found it in the show notes. But it's a full-length film. And if I remember right, Dale, I think you said about 80% of the cast were people with intellectual developmental disabilities? 70%. Yeah, 70% of the cast and crew all had developmental disabilities. Exactly. It was, we actually made history because no other film production has ever done that. that that's incredible. And, I, you know, I, I don't think I realized you had said the crew, too. So the crew includes people that are actually operating the cameras, operating the, the microphones, and, and all of the things that go behind the scenes Correct. for making a movie. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. All everybody in the art department, the camera department, the sound department, the grip and gapping department, all, you know, all were special needs. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so how did Inclusion Films get started? What was the vision behind this? Well, Joey Travolta, of course, is our founder. You know, Joey, like the rest of the Travoltas, all had, you know, various aspects uh, of careers in the film industry. And of course, his 
His younger brother, John, of course, you know, was the big hit of the family. At one point, Joey also had a recording career uh, as a recording artist and also uh, an actor. But then he really fell in love with the behind the scenes, directing, producing, writing, and he really found a niche behind the scenes. But then he also saw that kids with special needs, especially on the autism spectrum, certainly had a love for cinema, but also, and when it came to the arts, these kids think outside the box. So he was asked to do a, a young man with autism, approached him on, he wanted to make this film. He wanted Joey to direct this film. It was about a young man with autism called, oh gosh, people scare, people scare me. I'll, I'll get the title in a second. He said, you know what? I'll have you direct the film and I'll guide you on directing it. And then that led to a film camp in the San Fernando Valley. That film camp led to another film camp because people saw the need for this. And then the director at the time of the current regional center here in Bakersfield wanted us to do a film camp up here in Bakersfield. Then he said, I see that you guys could do a program here full time. We really need to have you here full time because we have all these young adults with special needs that think outside the box when it comes to the arts. He says, and this would be a wonderful avenue for them to take to have a career in, in film in some way, shape or form. So Joey said, Dale, let's do it. And he brought me up here. I, I came up here and, and purchased a home. And I live here now full time. And what's wonderful about making films in Bakersfield is it's a community. And unlike L.A., where everyone has their hand out for money to shoot a scene in someone's, <laughs> someone's home or someone's facility, here everyone knows what we do. And you tell them what we're all about. And they're all open arms. And everyone comes together and really helps us make our films what they are in terms of production value. I can get on the phone and contact the police department and get a police car. If I need an ambulance, I get an ambulance. If I want a fire truck, I call Tony at the fire department and he'll bring over a fire truck. So it's really wonderful. That's awesome. And you guys have done quite a few films, right? I mean, looking at your website, there's there's a lot of them look like shorts, but it looks like you've done quite a few. Right. So all of our students, every semester, will do one or two short films. So we have comprised a, a you know a very big library of, of short films that are done here on the premises and all of our other facilities, Livermore, Sacramento, you know, San Bernardino, San Diego, they've all had their uh, you know, library of short films that they've produced and directed as well. So we do have you know a very, very big library of short films that we've made. So they're producing and directing as well as acting in their own films. So it, it's well it's really acting, right, and when as well as doing the art department, the camera, sound, lighting, every aspect is taught here. And and the ones that want to act really take on the acting. I I got I was lucky enough to study with Lee Strasberg back in New York at the Lee Strasberg Film and Theater Institute years ago. The method technique is what I've passed on to our students here. So they learn, you know, the technique of, of method acting and they bring it when, when it comes to, you know, directing a scene uh, and, uh, you know, either there are director who's directing it, one of our students that's directing it will help them get the method, get the sense memory going to help them to cry or laugh or whatever they need for that scene. And our actors get that as well because they're taught the method technique here. That's awesome. And this isn't a, I mean, you're not doing this for charity. These are the goal is for these young men and women to get jobs within the entertainment industry, right? Correct. Correct. That's right. 
And a lot of them, once we find their niche as to what they're really good at and what they really love, then we'll slowly get them out there. And we have a lot of work that comes in our facility and we send them out on jobs. Some of them have worked on major feature films with Joey's brother, John, and, and various other stars. We have another film that we're going to be actually sending about 12 students to New Jersey to do a film with our very good friend, Nick Vallelonga, who was a producer and the writer of The Green Book, and he won two Oscars. And we had him come up here and talk to our students, and he brought his two Oscars with him, so all the students had a chance to hold a real Oscar in their hand. It was incredible. Oh so Nick's doing a film in New Jersey, and he wants 12 of our students to work on his film. So we're going to be taking 12 students back to New Jersey real soon to work on a major feature film starring Joey's brother, John, Al Pacino's in it, Joe Pesci's in it, and Marissa Tomei is in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. So do people have to live in California to, to take part in your camps? Or obviously to do the school, they have to come out to California to one of your right. locations. Correct. But they don't have to, I mean, they could, we could have, and I'm trying to say this for parents listening, they could have a student living in Iowa or New Hampshire who really has a passion for maybe building sets or working with their hands, you know, carpentry or, or something. And they think they want to get involved with the industry. And maybe this is where I need your help, Dale, where if I'm my way off base. But I feel like since you said they do all aspects, they could come out and help you build a set, learn how to build a set. Correct. You know, and then look at, you could help them find a job and if that's what they want to do, right? Right, correct. And we've had students from out of state actually come and move here for the duration of two years. Our program is a two-year program generally, and we've had some of them stay longer than two years because we were able to finally get them some work in the, in the business. And also, they learn so much about making films, some of them go on to make their own projects. So they have, we've had parents move their their sons and daughters here for a period of time and get an apartment here and, and learn, you know, come to school here. So, and then they'll go back to New Jersey or to Georgia, wherever they're from, and then pursue their career at that point. And I imagine it can be scary for parents, especially if they have a child who's just, who's got disabilities. It can be, I mean, it's, I think it's scary for parents of children without disabilities. The first time the kid wants, says, I want to get out of sure. home, but then you add a disability to it. And what's interesting, and I'm not asking you to, to, to speak on this for necessarily, but it's my understanding that if you have a disability, you can apply for services at the regional center and get supports once right. you become a resident of California. You just have to move, you know, you have to move to California. Correct. That's correct. Kern Regional Center is our regional center here in Bakersfield. And once they get in there and, you know, I'll have an interview with them to see if they can get in and qualify to get into Kern Regional then they will provide all the services for them to be here. Absolutely. That's yeah. So that could, that could be a, a thing to help the parents could think about, you know, they could, sure, sure. you know, and maybe, t maybe if there's a couple of families that want to get together, they, they split the cost of an apartment or something. And again, right. I'm saying this more for the parents benefit, because I, I know from experience, a lot of times the first reaction is, Oh, my kid could never do that. But it's right. amazing what kids can do. If we just right. give them the space to, to try. Give them the chance. That's what we do here is we give them the chance to do it. And they shine. Let me tell you, they think outside the box like there's no tomorrow when it comes to the arts. And it's so it's a two-year program. They come right. in. Is it is it like, a, this is me showing my ignorance, but is it like you're going for an associate's degree where there's like school, there's like classes, and then there's like hands-on stuff? or Yeah, all class pertains to film. 
So okay. there's no other outside. It's not like a college or university where they have to take science and they have to take mathematics or what have you. It's all film. So they'll go start their day in the main room, like a homeroom, and I will talk to them about what's going on for the day. Then they go off into the classes. They'll have then film cinema class, cinematography class. Then they'll go to editing class. Then they'll go to art direction class. They'll go to music for scoring films, music. So the, the special effects makeup is another class. Sound class is another one. So they'll get every aspect of film. I kind of equated to that of a chef. The chef has to learn all the seasonings to make their food flavorful, right? Exactly what you do in film. You're learning all aspects. So you find the niche of what you really love. And if it's directing, you certainly must know all the, all the ingredients it takes to make a film. So you need to know all that. And an actor as well. I think it's important for actors to learn every season of, of making a film as well. It's important for them to learn that. That makes that makes a lot of sense. And then from there, if they decide, hey, I really like focusing on this, then they can really double down on that and, and look for a career in directing or acting or script writing or Correct. now are they and I'm showing my ignorance here, so bear with me, but are they do they do they become members of like the Screenwriters Guild or the SGA or, or whatever? Is that they, part they, of what's they, open they, to them? They could. That is open to them. We've had a couple that IATSE, uh, they did not join because it's expensive, but they're doing enough work that they don't really have to. You know, a lot of times there's enough independent projects out there that you don't really have to really belong to a union, but it, it, we've had it come up where it's there for them if they need to. You know, certainly central casting for the actors we try to get them involved in getting them because uh, that puts them in the arena at central casting to be background, to do background. And then it's, it's a matter of time before you make it a line or two. Once you get to your four lines, you're in. So, which is important, you know? Very cool. Is there a screening process for somebody who wants to sign up with you guys? If, you know, is there a, I mean, I, I'm guessing there has to be a certain level of independence they have to have. What we do is we give them a tour first here. They come in and they take a tour. My assistant, Tammy, gives them a tour here and to see if it's all for them. They'll come in and come in, teach classroom and see what it's all about. And then they come and talk to me in my office. I'll have an interview with them. And that way I can see exactly where they're at, and where their head is at. If they're really into film and they really want this, or if it's something just to pass time, then I kind of get a good idea based on the questions. I'll ask them to see if they really qualify to be a, a student here okay okay does your does your website say how much it costs to part to take part in this or how to it it, do, it doesn't no i don't think it does we so if they don't if they're not through the regional center then there's a private pay we do have okay. a couple of students that are here on private pay and generally that's 2400 hours a month for private pay for the whole the whole 2400 dollars yeah, so for the whole thing yeah it's 2400 a month and that includes all their classes per month and then that's a two-year program. So it's, you know, 2,400 hours times, you know, 24 months. Right. Okay. Still cheaper than USC Film School and AFI. But, you know, I always say we really do a lot more than AFI because we have access to production value here in our community that they would have to pay big money for in LA to have it happen. Okay. And, you know, but you did say regional center, they can get paid, the regional center can pay on their behalf. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They, they get involved with the regional center and they get signed into the current regional center that will actually take care of their course here as well as transportation even. So if they live a little far further out of town, they will set up transportation for them to get here and to get home every day. That's incredible. 
Yeah. You know, and this, and then would do you help them find like internships or do you help them pl get placed or? We, we put together a resume for them and help them with everything they worked on here. We'll put it all in the form of a resume so they can go out now and try to get work. A lot of the jobs we get them, we'll send the resume first so they can see that they definitely qualify. They have a lot of set experience. To me, set experience is very important. And they get that here right out of the get-go because every time, every semester, we make two short films. So they're getting that set experience right out of the get-go, which is really important for producers and the people that will hire them to see. Yeah, because then, you know, you're not, again, the producers and, and people that are putting movies together, they don't have the, the money to do something because it's nice to do. They've got to see that the the individuals that they're hiring are really bringing value to the table. Exactly. And, and I think that's fair. I, I think it's fair. fair. Absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Wow. So yeah. your background wasn't always working with people with disabilities. I mean, so what surprised you about this? Well, here's, here's the funny thing. So when I was a kid growing up in New Jersey, and Joey and I both grew up in New Jersey, I admired three, well, three things that I loved. I loved filmmaking. I loved aviation. I loved magic. So as a kid, I admired Howard Hughes because he did both filmmaking and he revolutionized aviation as we know it today. I admired uh, Galileo for his incredible mind and Leonardo da Vinci for his artwork and his ingenuity in, in developing things like the helicopter, which was originally designed by him in like 1492. Amazing. So I admired these people growing up. And then I, I worked in film. I worked, I was, a, I specialized in escape artistry. I was an escape artist and magician back when I was very young. And I got to travel all over the world as an escape artist. I escaped from straitjackets and the Houdini water torture cell and, and upside down from the bottom of a crane and helicopter where, where the ropes were on fire. So I was a special attraction daredevil act. And I did that for a living when I was very young, and but always was involved in the arts and, and then started directing other shows, directing magic shows and such. So when Joey came up with this whole idea of doing a film camp for kids with special needs, I was like, oh my God, that's incredible, especially with autism. And as I started to get involved with him on this road, because we had done projects together in making films, I, I financed some things that he was doing and as a producer and so forth. And I found very early on in his film camps when I would work with these kids with especially with autism, I started to realize, wait a minute, Howard Hughes, as we know today, was on the autism spectrum. Galileo, Leonardo da Vinci, these people had these wild minds, but they were today, if they were around today, they would be considered on the spectrum. And in reading about that, I was like, wow. So as a young kid, I admired the most, the people I admired most were on the autism spectrum. How cool was that? Now I'm working with kids on the autism spectrum and I'm, Teaching, believe me, they teach me a lot about a lot of things in life. And I'm teaching them the film arts, but they're taking it and mastering it, which is the greatest thrill in the world for Joey and I to see. And so that's kind of my involvement. I, I And again, being in the entertainment business my entire life, this has been just the wonderful way to spend my latter years in, in passing the torch on to these young adults with special needs. That's, it's just been a great feeling. Thank you for sharing that. That's really cool. And, you know, for listeners, when you check out Carol of the Bells, you're going to see it's not just autism. You know, you, Carol of the right. Bells Down had syndrome. several actors yeah. with Down syndrome. It had a, a big name with, with 
you know, cerebral palsy. Right, RJ Mitty with cerebral palsy. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's been a big thing. We just got released in Japan, actually. We just signed the deal a couple of weeks ago, and it's actually being dubbed right now. And the Japanese, they love our film, and they're going to be releasing it in Japan, which is so cool. Wow. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. And do you have you found any challenges getting actors and actresses to work with with your students or, or they seem really? They love it. When we brought, so in Carol the Bells, as you know, we had Donna Mills, who it was very famous back in the late 70s, early 80s from Dynasty. And we had uh, Lee Purcell, you know, Murder, She Wrote. We had Donna Pascal, Saturday Night Fever. You know, she was the big star of that with Johnny. And they, and of course, R.J. Mitty from Breaking Bad, they just fell in love with our, our kids, with our crew and our and our other, all of our students that were working. They said, you know, no one's ever complained. Generally on a movie set, you get complainers. I've worked on many, many, many movie sets and there's a lot of complaints. These kids don't complain, they just do the work. They're so proud of doing the work. And that's the other thing. And they're tireless. They never get tired. We went 14-hour days. One day we went a 16-hour day. And they were right there with the troopers, not not stopping for a second. It was incredible. That's awesome. That's so yeah. freaking cool. And it really opens the minds of people that are neurotypical that have worked in this business their whole lives because they never would have figured that. And it's really cool because they're getting word out there, hey, hire these people, man. They know what they're doing, and they do it better than most neurotypical people. And that's the great thing that I love. Yeah, and they don't necessarily have to play the role of, of like, the disability doesn't have to be the focal point of the role, right? Right, they could right. be They could be somebody and, oh, happen to have a disability. You know, right, I see that. Exactly. I'm seeing that more in, the, in overseas, like a lot of British shows and things. Well, somebody will have, usually it's a wheelchair user, but they won't make, they won't make the focus the wheelchair. The individual right. just happens to be like a CSI tech and, oh, they happen to use a wheelchair. But the focus right. is on them as a CSI tech, not as, a, look what they're overcoming as, you know, no. Right, exactly. That's very important, absolutely. And that's what I'm so excited about to, to share what you're doing because, yes, Carol of the Bells, I think part of the focus, and I don't want to give away the movie because I think people should watch it, there was one aspect where the disability came into play, but not in the way of inspiration porn, right? right? It wasn't, it, what, that's not, that was not the intent. It was more of how much more capable somebody is than you think they are. Right. That was the exactly. message I took away. Right, absolutely. No, you took away the right, the right message, for sure. Absolutely. How can people learn more about inclusion films? What's, you know, are you on social? I know I'll, I'll put your website in the links and... Yeah, just our website, inclusionfilms.com. And certainly all you have to do is Google inclusion films. And oh my gosh, it's like hundreds and hundreds of things will pop up. A lot of our little short films will pop up. A lot of our news media will pop up. We've been on the news so many times for what we're doing. So, you know, just Google inclusion films and they'll all come up. And certainly our website, inclusionfilms.com as well. And if I remember correctly, I believe there's a place on your website where if individuals or organizations are looking to hire people in the arts, they can reach out to you and connect with you for that, absolutely. right? If they're looking for talent or, or skilled labor or... Absolutely, absolutely. They can contact our, our studio. This is our main hub in Bakersfield. And our number here is 661-324-7400. And they can contact us here as well via phone. That's awesome. Is there... 
Is there anything you would tell parents or you would like parents to take away from this? If, if they have a child who might be saying, hey, I want to be an actor or, hey, I want to be in the movies or is there anything you would tell them? Yes, yeah, support them 110%, always. You know what? We, you know, these kids can do anything if they put their mind to it. And it's like any, anybody. I mean, in the world, I always say normal is a setting on the washing machine. Nobody's really normal. We all have our things, right? And it's a matter of finding your niche in life. I always say to my students, you know, utilize what you can do and be great at it. So, so find your abilities that you're really good at. We have some kids out here that are phenomenal artists. I've even hired one of them because I'm a big Leonardo da Vinci fan. And I said, you know, Davis, I said, paint me your version of what the Last Supper would look like because I have a collection of da Vinci's Last Suppers in my home from various places from Italy and all. And I said, I want, to, I want your version of the Last Supper. And he painted this Last Supper. It took him a couple of weeks. He brought it to me and I commissioned him to do it. And it was out of this world. I said, you would make Leonardo da Vinci the proudest guy in the world that you did this the way you did it. It's incredible. So find your niche. I would tell parents, whatever their niche is, support that niche. Support it 110% and they will shine and just keep supporting them on it find the way. And nowadays with social media, there's so many avenues with streaming to make money with what they do and to, to you know, make a good living and, and, and support it all the way. And that's what we do here. We find their new, once we get their niche, we support them with that and say, go forward with what you're doing because that's going to be your, your, your profession. And, and I, I love that story. And, and I think what I love about it most is that you said you commissioned the painting, meaning you pay, you paid him for his work. Because far too often, I feel like people with disabilities are expected to, to do things for free. Like, yes. like, like they're doing us a, like we're doing them a favor by letting right. them work. Right, right. I see that all the time. It, it breaks my heart when I see it. I always tell my students, don't ever work for free. That's <laughs> exactly. No, the, the, that's awesome. Dale, was there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Anything you want to make sure you cover? Because I want to, I want to respect your time. And No, I think, you, boy, you covered just about everything. And I just say, you know, I had a speaking engagement the other day for about 30 women with, that had children with, on the spectrum. Most of them were on the spectrum, some of them Down syndrome. It was a mix, you know. And I, and I just left them with the fact, just what I said earlier, about support them and find what their abilities are and have them shine with those abilities and give them all the support they need to go forward with that and support them in every way you can. And that will, will get them to where they're gonna go in life. We have so many kids that are independent now, living on their own and, and, and have the confidence, get them out of the shell. And with acting and certainly with what we do in film, it gets them out of their shell because they love they love the art form of cinema and it takes a village to make a movie and they they get that and they come out of their shell and evolve and then they find their niche and then that's what's going to take them through the rest of their lives the independent that's a great thing i love that message dale i do thank you so much for for joining me today man this was awesome thank you for having me and i'm here for you anytime Thank you for listening. I, again, I apologize for the audio. We did the best we could to clean it up and make it louder. But I, I hope you took away at least that, that there's so much more that our, our children with disabilities and these adults with disabilities, that they're, they're capable of so much more than we give them credit for. And it's not charity work. They're, they're doing real good work. It's not charity. And 
they can do more. We just have to give them the scaffolding and the supports that they need to be successful. And that's no different than you or I would be looking for when we start a new job or we're trying to learn a new skill. We, we, we need scaffolding, we need supports as well. And just like us, some of them are gonna have to be really good at some things and not so good at others. Yes, they have a disability. Yes, they should be getting support for those disabilities. That's what the Medicaid waiver is for. That's what book rehab is for. You know, but that doesn't mean they, they can't and shouldn't find gainful employment doing something they love. If you're so moved, I would ask you to share this episode, subscribe, leave a comment in the comments section. If you have an idea for a guest or if you have feedback about this episode and you don't want to share it in the comments, Email me, eric at specialneedsnavigator.us. Thanks for listening.